Xin chào. Chúng bệnh xuống. Mình là bà. Ní hào. Selamat siang. Sabai đi tàn sau. Assalamualaikum. Tuan đi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host Lotus Talks, along with my co-podcaster Cameron Lynch and various members of our team from time to time. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax, and let's go. Good morning. Another Friday here in Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, this is Granger Whitelaw, and I will be joined by Cameron Lynch again today, who is moving a little slow this morning. It's Friday morning. That means Cameron was out last night again. That that is not true. I was actually inside. You know, a couple episodes back. I did say I was the troglodyte of Ho Chi Minh City, oh. and I can assure you, at this stage, I am playing World of Warcraft. Oh, the new World of Warcraft came out. Well, it's actually the old one back from 2004. Oh, is it? It's oh, classic. My son Charles plays that probably like 12 hours a day. Uh, yeah, I, I can't do that. I have something more important than that. Yeah, which job. Is a job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how come my kids don't work? It's, I, I don't understand. They, you got some time. You got some yeah, yeah. time. So no, he is a major gamer and. Um, uh, he competes. Uh, I think you used to compete. I, yeah, yeah. I believe you were ranked one of the top guys in Europe at one time. Yeah, Europe, but your son is U.S. Cause yeah, yeah, he, he was one or two in the U.S. for a while. I'd love to play with him, but, you know, what are you going to do? Man, wow. Well, speaking of gaming and technology, today we're going to talk about Apple in Vietnam, and I want to talk a little bit about Google also, because there seem to be some rumblings out there about Google in, uh, in Vietnam. So, well, let's go. You know, I've noticed that Apple Pay is not available in Vietnam right now, and uh, that's something that I do want to chat about. Will it become available in Vietnam, and why is it not here? But uh, let's talk about the history of Apple in Vietnam first to give everybody a little background. Uh, in 2015, Apple invested about $675 million to set up a company, Apple Vietnam LLC here. Uh, in 2016, they uh, we're planning on building a $1 billion database center in Vietnam, but I don't believe that's happened yet. I, I'm not too sure in that respect, but there's a requirement that they just implemented in 2019 that you have, all four companies have to have an internal physical. Database, yeah, physical database in Vietnam as well. Which, which, is, which is problematic in, in some ways because of the data issues and privacy issues here in Vietnam that we'll, we will get much more involved with over the next couple months. And uh, Apple iPhone sales are quite impressive. They, uh, they own about 5 6% of the market right now in Vietnam. People love the iPhone. Yeah. I have an iPhone. I'm amazed. Like, I, you know, I, they're really everywhere. I, I like, you know, even though Android smartphones are the most used in the world, they right. have the highest market share, but I always see Apple, Apple smartphones. I don't know if there's something where the, the sales aren't reported, or maybe they're the, I don't know. the knockoffs from I China. I always see iPhones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the smartphone's cheaper than the Android. Uh, uh, most of those Android phones can get really inexpensive. Because you can have an uh, Apple smartphone cover and then have Android running a fake Apple <laughs> environment on it, which is really cool. You think people do that? Uh, no, well, that's what 
they sell those smartphones, you know, as, oh, this is a real Apple, but it's like half the cost or a third of the cost. <laughs> well, let's That's see. Funny. Well, anyway, there are lots of iPhones. I happen to love my iPhone and my iPad, and um, and certainly Apple is an important factor in uh, in the industry. I know Apple is considering moving about fifteen to thirty percent of their production capacity from China to Southeast Asia, and Vietnam is the most likely destination for that. Um, and key iPhone assemblers like Foxconn, Pegatron, Wistron, uh, MacBook makers, Quanta Computer iPad maker, Kapal Electronics, and will be AirPod makers, Inventec and Luxshare, ICT, and Gore-Tec have all been asked to evaluate coming to, uh, to Vietnam or moving outside of China. So this kind of all plays together with the trade war and everything that's going on. You see the impact that's happening on a massive company. Another like interesting point for the Apple um, earpods. They also hedged their bets. They went, oh, okay, we're not going to just go all the way into Vietnam. We're also going to do India a little bit, and you know they're going to move split production. Yeah, I heard they for were long term. You know, what if you know, God forbid, or you know, in some cases there could be similar tensions in other parts of the world. So yeah. you got to always have to. Well, the skilled labor is always an issue, right? Yeah, I mean, China did a great job twenty years ago at really starting to train people in different specific trade, and now they have some of the or the most highly trained uh, technology uh, um, employees in the world, especially in chip manufacturing, and and that really gives them a true advantage. But you know, the trade war really impacts that. Yeah, and it's also the the cost. You know, with those skills comes some hard costs that are associated. You know, rising uh, salaries and et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's and can Vietnam even sustain and absorb all of this? Right. I mean. It is over capacity everywhere right now. The, the warehouses are full, the manufacturing facilities are full, people are trying to find new places that are way outside the city. I was meeting with a, a friend of mine who runs a, one of the biggest shoe manufacturing companies in the world. And he was telling me that, hey, they're building way out in remote areas now and they have to figure out, okay, I have to get you a company car, or I have to subsidize your motorcycle. I'll give you, you know, two days off a week, and now I have to do more shifts because I can't run five days a week employees because they want to live in the city. But they don't want to live three hours out, and the capacity uh, is really, really slim right now for for people being able to come here. Not to mention the labor. Well, I mean, those industrial parks that are becoming little cities in of them themselves, they're still looking for room. I think they're, they're all, I, I don't know how many industrial parks are actually in construction in Vietnam, but I can imagine. Well, we have to talk about yeah, that. that's actually a really good topic that we should talk about yeah. later today. But they're, they're becoming these own little mega cities, you know, in well, their are. own little areas. Yeah. And it's just amazing. That Samsung out here in District 9 has a huge facility, right? Yeah. And, uh, and they're just growing, growing. But those parks are now at capacity, yeah. you know, which is why... Foxconn has acquired the right to use some property uh, in industrial parks in northern Vietnam. They spent about $17 million, just under $17 million to do that. Um, and, well, Google. We mentioned Google earlier. But Google has just purchased a uh, building in northern Vietnam in Bac Ninh. I think, did I say that right? Bac Ninh? Yeah, Bac Ninh. Yeah. Hey, listen. They're buying this building to build the Pixel smartphone production in Vietnam. Ooh. Do you know anyone who has a P 
Pixel smartphone. Uh, yeah, I'm holding one, mine right now. Uh, <laughs> You're like the only guy in Vietnam. I'm, with. I, I'm very few. I've only met one. <laughs> no, Other than me. You're yeah. out all the time. And they bought them in Canada. You know, I've never seen one in Vietnam that you can buy, you can purchase. So that's a very interesting. Now the Pixel phone, I was teasing about it, but you love it, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I will never. Uh, you pretty much never have another smartphone. Wow. Pixel Four, maybe, but maybe the Pixel Five. So this summer, Google started to work to convert an old Nokia factory in northern Vietnam province of Bac Ninh to handle production of the Pixel phones. Now, I know that's the same province where Samsung developed its smartphone supply chain a decade ago. So there's definitely a good supply chain there for us. And Google will have access to an experienced workforce, but will it be enough? Is the technology really there for them? I know you were talking about the Pixel has some unique uh, designs? Yeah, so it has a bezel-less uh, screen, so I'm just wondering, you know, okay, it's a Nokia smartphone production, you know, they have a couple smartphones, but I think they're mostly talking about the Nokia brick when they're talking about an old Nokia factory. Yeah, but they're so, going to have to convert the factory. Yeah, it's they're going to have to, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, you have a lot of costs associated with it, but I mean, a big thing is the labor pool, uh, but you know, Samsung is the largest employer in Vietnam, so and I think there is a there is a, a turnover. Train yeah, there is a turnover. Oh yeah, well Ted's coming up, right? Yeah. Everyone, everyone <laughs> That's the turnover. Hopefully they set up right after that. <laughs> and Google is planning to ship eight to ten million smartphones this year, double from a year ago, making Vietnam a key part of the Google uh, expansion. So I don't know why you haven't run on anyone you can't buy here. They're they're saying you can, so well, you know, look out for some competition. On the dating scene, because I know you know the cool phone helps you out when you're dating. Yeah, and, you know it's cool. you know it's like a pickup. Sure. Hey, have you seen my Pixel? No. Okay, so that's actually my thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not necessarily in that respect, but I'm a I'm a tech nerd, so yeah, I will I will be like my phone's awesome. So the uh, so Apple Pay. Listen, we need to talk about Apple Pay. I love Apple Pay. Apple Pay is everywhere in the U.S. and all around the world, and I don't see it here. So. I'm wondering why, and if anyone out there knows why, please tell us. But, you know, Samsung is a major, major player here, and I wonder if that has something to do with it. What are your thoughts, Cam? Do they have Samsung Pay here? I haven't seen Samsung Pay. I think that Samsung's point. rolling out their pay, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I would imagine that they are. Uh, yeah, uh, so when we're talking about, it, back to Monday, when we're talking about competition, I feel like... Vietnam is one of the richest environments when it allows for companies to exist in the same spaces. So we have Grab, we have uh, you know Gojek, we have all these other companies that allow. And actually, one of the interest, most interesting photos I've seen in recent time it was a uh, a Go Viet driver wearing a Grab helmet and uh, having a like a bee bag on it. <laughs> and it's like these three ecosystems are still working together i mean you know is it healthy i'm not too sure well, it's like it stays you have uber and you have lyft and and you know he may work for a cab company too or something yeah, exactly so i mean is it healthy who knows it is it's gotta be it's, but you know there's something to be said that people are doing well <laughs> well these grab drivers are making like you know a thousand twelve hundred dollars a month right now oh it's definitely helping for them oh in it's some great respects. yeah yeah, the competition, it's great. I mean, talking about uh, what we were talking about on Monday and certainly following up today, you know, Apple in Vietnam, it's an important, important company here. And I think they're going to become much bigger players in the market. Samsung already has about 145,000 employees here. Um, certainly now with Google coming here. I mean, you have the major players coming to Vietnam. It shows 
the exciting growth happening in Vietnam, for sure. It does show open competition, and that's great for the economy. It's great for the, the, the citizens of the country, and it's great for us as consumers because we have more choices, more options. So I have a question, Granger, a little yes. of a, bit of an aside. You know the recently released uh, Apple black card, like the titanium The one? white card. The white card. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. black. Okay. Yeah, I saw Kevin, my, my, my friend Kevin over here who works at Apple. He, mm. he posted his on, you know, Would you on get Facebook. One? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really care to have one, but I guess I could have so one. So why wouldn't you care to have one? Because you just have the phone and... You I don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, it's backed I, 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 like Goldman Sachs. Like, oh, it's just, a credit card. Yeah, it's a credit card backed oh. by Goldman Sachs. It's really interesting. I thought it was like some way to buy something on Apple and you got special No, it's, it's quite a bit more, which is kind of like this. I don't know if it could be used here in that respect, because if it's backed by an actual... I'll have to ask Kevin. He, I, I know he has what he posts on Facebook. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. very cool. Though. Interesting. I'll have to look at that. A white card. So now it's not the black card from uh, Amex anymore. That's the cool, like, you know... Thing to have, and all the rappers are going to put in their in their songs, you know, throwing down their black cards. Now the Apple white card. Okay, I, I stick with my purple card, which is Timo. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, everybody, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, certainly, there's a lot going on here, as you can see, with major players in the market. We're we're going to have to talk about a lot of other issues that surround these players coming here, like data centers and government requirements and will they really comply and how's that all going to work uh, because there's a lot of privacy issues and uh, security issues that are major um, issues for not only this government but how they interact with these companies coming here so um, it's going to be a really exciting next couple of months to see this stuff roll out but thank you for uh, joining us today and uh, whether you use your Apple or your Samsung uh, or your pixel like young Cameron. We hope uh, it works for you. Right, yeah, have a good Friday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature The Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, The Lotus Talks. See you soon.